Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Light Up Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Gailey Dutton. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's show. As always, I'm super stoked to have you joining me. As always, I must share what I am drinking for the day. Um, Today, I'm having some greens powder. I actually just tried Jocko Willink's greens powder. It's pineapple coconut flavored, which is super fun. Um, It's pretty, I would say it's pretty up there with the AG powder. Um, I believe it's a little less expensive than than the Athletic Greens powder. I can link it down below, but it's pretty good. I love adding um, fresh lemon juice into my greens. It kind of helps break up the green flavor. Jocko's powder, I'd say, is pretty mild like it's not doesn't taste super greeny but I mean any greens powder you have has just that little taste and I don't mind it but I know a lot of people are not fond of it so I will give you a little piece of advice adding a bit of lemon some kind of citrus really helps kind of break up that flavor so there's that today's episode we are going to be diving into something that is very personal definitely hits home for myself. And I know that a lot of my listeners fall into this population. And although I am talking specifically about young adults, um, individuals in college or in that age range, anyone, whether you are an older adult or you are in middle school, anyone of any age, I think can benefit from today's show because the life lessons that I'm going to share with you, um, life lessons that I learned throughout my time in college, I really do think can be applicable to all seasons of life. And I'll dive into more of that later. I'll dive more into that later on in the episode. But Let's just jump right in. So to give you a little bit of context, I am so fortunate to be finishing up and graduating from college. It's first off insane how quickly time flies and it's so important, you guys, that we really stay present because it's so easy to anticipate the next thing. I mean, I remember imagining what life would be like when I was, you know, in high school and then I imagined like what college life would be like and I anticipated those things and kind of wondered, you know, how I would be, who I I would be and I imagined and dreamed of those things and then as they're starting to come to pass it's insane you know watching friends get married and just crazy life things and if you've experienced that and you're a little bit older you know how crazy it can be when you first start experiencing you know those kind of big pivotal moments happen either in the the lives of people around you that you love or even in your own life it can be kind of just insane to to fathom and to digest when you're first stepping into that um and then as you know a younger adult or a teen or even before then it can be so weird to even fathom the idea of some of these things so anyways with that being said be present because you know one day like those things will all pass. And so I think it's really important that we are in the moment and we appreciate the season of life that we are in at this very moment. So wherever you are, no matter your age, no matter you know the season of life you're in, I want to encourage you to really enjoy the season you're in, even if it's a challenging one. Find a way to just sit in it and be present in it because it will pass. It will not last forever. And so whether you're in the best season of your life or one of the darkest, remember that it's temporary and remember that it's an opportunity for you to just appreciate life, appreciate that you're alive. And if you're going through something tough, you're going through something that's actually going to build resilience and build a better you. And if you're in a beautiful season of your life and things are just growing and developing and you're feeling like you're yourself and and you're stepping 
more into who you've been called to be, then appreciate that, have gratitude for that, and take some time to sit in the fact that you are here right now, and that's a blessing, and that's a gift. So with that being said, I'm finishing up my college career and it went by extremely fast. And I thought that for today's show, it could be special for those of you who are maybe considering going to college, maybe you're in college now, or maybe you've been to college and you just kind of want to think about some things um, from back in the day. Maybe you're someone who has no interest in going to college and that is okay. And to kind of segue in, I do want to share this point. In my honest opinion, and again, my opinion, I think that college is not for everyone. College is not the answer to success or to financial freedom or to, you know, finding your the best career you want. I think that college can be a great place to step into, you know, if you want to get into the medical field or if you want to be a lawyer. I think there's some obvious like jobs that, you know, schooling is required. But I think a lot of young people feel pressured to go to college. They feel like that is the next step and that that is what they are supposed to do. And honestly, I've seen countless individuals feel that pressure and then they step into school not really knowing what they're wanting to do yet. And then they're just taking all these classes and paying for an education that they don't really know that they want. And then, you know, they just are forced to pick something at 17, 18 years old that is supposed to be with them for the rest of their life. And that is a lot of pressure on someone whose brain isn't even fully developed yet. And so I think that we should kind of alleviate some of this pressure off of our our young adults or our, our, our teenagers to just, you know, it's okay that if you need to take some time and it's okay to think about, you know, man, what are you really passionate about? What, what do you really want to step into? Because I think at that age, like, you don't really know. And even getting into your 20s, your mid 20s, like you're still uncovering more of that as you go on. And from my experience, I mean, I went in my freshman year of college thinking that I wanted to do communications. And it's kind of ironic because I'm here now doing the podcast for two-ish, two and a half years now. And uh, I've been able to kind of step into the interest that I have of just getting to speak and inform and communicate with others. But it's not what I needed for a degree. I mean, I know how to communicate already. It wasn't something that I wanted to have as a career. And I was lucky enough to step into fitness and wellness, nutrition as my my major of choice. And man, it has been really, really pivotal for my learning experience and my journey. But it's also something that I'm aware of that, you know, it's not, it's really not for everyone. And that's kind of how I want to start off today's show is that college isn't for everyone. Um, and I think that there's a misconception that yes, college will somehow propel you into an ideal career and God's willing it will. You know, if you're going to school, ideally you are able to step into a better job than if you wouldn't have gone. But today I want to talk about something a little bit different. Today I want to dive into kind of the non-tangibles that come from pursuing any kind of learning, whether you are going to college, whether you're in high school, you're taking courses on the side, or you're just someone who likes to read books, listen to podcasts. Anyone who is interested in self-development and being a lifelong learner, I think can benefit from today's show. And specifically we'll be talking about college, but I really believe that there are going to be bits and pieces that will benefit you regardless of what season or stage of life you are in. So in regards to college, yes, it can propel us into our career in future, but something that is a non-tangible that I feel like does not get 
talked about enough is the relationship aspect of college. I think people should go to college not because it's the end-all be-all to success, but because that is where a lot of pivotal relationships can be formed. That is where you can truly network with a lot of individuals who have connections. And I think that that's something that is really underutilized and something that's not always, I guess, uh, promoted, especially to incoming freshmen or the younger individuals that are stepping into college that, hey, like build a relationship with your professor. Like they always tell you, oh, sit in the front row, all these things. But no, beyond that, like talk to your professor, build that rapport, build those relationships because you never know what that can get you. Just building a simple relationship, a positive relationship with with someone at a university or in your workplace, wherever it is, could lead to an opportunity, whether it's because of a reference or, um, you know, your name gets passed around through a faculty or staff. You never know. And so I think that the networking that can be done through college has honestly been one of the best parts of college for me. It's been networking. It's been getting to be in contact with people who have gone before me, getting to learn from individuals who know more than I do. And honestly, I've learned more from conversations from professors sometimes than in actual classes. And I took some pretty great courses, but truly just learning about the life experiences of people that, you know, were older than me or not even older than me, but just, you know, had gone through different experiences that I had was extremely, extremely beneficial and extremely impactful. And so if I had to give one piece of advice to maybe incoming freshmen or people who are, you know, currently in college and just trying to finish up and get through these classes, you know, yes, focus on your courses, focus on learning and and really absorbing the information that you're getting. But honestly, more than that, like, get connected, get plugged in, make an effort to put yourself out there with the people around you, even if it's scary. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's intimidating to go up to individuals who have these insane credentials or, you know, they have all these degrees and they just seem like these holy people. I don't know. You know, like we have to be willing to remember that we're all human and they want to help you. They want to be there for you. And when we are willing to seek advice, ask questions, be involved, you know, participate, I think there's so much value in that. Um, there's so much value in in that aspect of college is just that non-tangible, that ability and that skill of networking. So whether, you know, you have a great connection come from a relationship or a network, you know, networking in college, whether or not that happens, just the practice of it is really critical. If we can just practice how to network, I think that is extremely, extremely important as we step into other aspects of our life. Knowing how to connect with someone you don't know right off the bat can be extremely beneficial. Something that actually just popped into my head that I was thinking about the other day was about um, just knowing how to communicate and knowing how to communicate well. I think that this is something that is absolutely essential to any workplace relationship, anything like that, you guys, because if you think about it, we could have two individuals and, you know, one person could know a ton about a certain topic. Let's say, you know, it's about a business and and they know the ins and outs of this business. They understand how everything works financially. They understand how everything runs. They know 
absolutely everything. And then you have another individual who kind of understands the gist of this company. Maybe they're not as well versed in, you know, the accounting side or the financial side, but they they know how to articulate their words well. If person one does not know how to communicate, it does not matter how much they know about this business. They are not going to be like, they're not going to be as effective. You can have someone who maybe knows less, but just knows how to communicate a little bit better. I think that they somehow just have a leg up. So honestly, I think that learning how to communicate in any area of your life, but specifically in college is really beneficial. And so any opportunity you have to practice communication is good to practice communication in in challenging situations when you have to confront someone or you have to bring up something that maybe is a little bit uncomfortable, learning how to have those conversations is absolutely critical. And that is the foundation for everything. So to kind of segue, networking in college is a must. You you must. If you're in college, network, talk to your professors, get connected with people who have gone before you because you never know what that could lead to, what opportunities, what job, what internship that could lead to by simply having a conversation, simply a conversation. You don't know the power of one conversation. There is so much power in one conversation. So put yourself out there and don't be afraid to do that. But on this same note, I want to kind of talk about relationships because in college, man, there's a million relationships. You know, you've got your friends, maybe a romantic relationship, whatever that looks like. We know that relationships are the source of everything and relationships are how you have everything in your life. You know, it took a relationship for you to even exist on this earth and your life is full of relationships. And, you know, the job that you have right now is because of some kind of relationship. And these relationships are really the foundation for everything. And I think that when we are in a place like a university or a college, it really is an opportunity to practice building and establishing solid relationships. Relationships are what we were made for. We were made to be in connection. We were made to be in community. And that leads us into the next point I want to make is find your community, especially if you are in college, but even outside of college, probably even more so. Find your community. Find a a group of people that is go- that 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 are going to push you and encourage you to to step up and to to grow in your awareness of yourself and of what you want out of this life. I think that that is something I am really grateful that I had when I went into colleges. I was very intentional with who I surrounded myself with. And sometimes it meant missing out on certain things or not going to certain events or not attending certain parties and learning to say no to things and yes to others. And sometimes that really you really call yourself out because you put yourself in a position where, where you're like, actually, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to that party or stay out super late and, you know, people will call you whatever names and so be it. But you have to be willing to do what it takes to get your circle right. Having a community is essential because no matter how much of a go-getter you are, no matter how disciplined you are or how on top of things you are in your life, you are human and there will be days that you will fall short. It's inevitable. We are human beings and we are not perfect. And so no matter how disciplined we are, no matter how um, on top of our fitness, our health, our school, we are going to have times where we're you know, 
crap just hits the fan or we're struggling or things just aren't ideal and that's okay. But when you have a community around you to uplift you, to remind you who you are, who, you know, who really knows your heart, your soul, your spirit, who you truly are deep down, that is something that is just, it's an intangible thing, but it is so meaningful and one of the the best things that I took away from my college experience was having individuals building relationships, building a community where I felt seen and supported. And that is something that every person I believe needs, whether you are an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between, it doesn't matter. Everyone needs connection. Every person on this planet needs some kind of connection. Isolation leads to just insecurity it leads to worry anxiety but when we're surrounded by people who uplift us encourage us and call out the best in us that's where we grow and that's where we truly truly thrive we are honestly better together we are so much better together i think it's also important to find a group of people find a community that calls you out when you need it having people who are you know who love you enough to say hey you know, this isn't your best moment or, you know, this is something we should chat about. Having those people who are willing to kind of call you out when when you're not doing what you need to do is also such a blessing because how can we grow and develop if we are completely unaware of the things that need changing? If we're completely unaware of something that we're doing or maybe um, a behavior we have or even a mindset that we have, we're unaware of it. We're just going to keep going down the same thing over and over. We're going to have this cycle this of the same mindset or the same behavior. But when you can have an outside perspective and someone on the outside to look in and say, hey, I see this is happening, you know, maybe this isn't the best for you, then you can make a change. But if you're never aware of it, you'll never change, you'll never grow. And so that's another benefit of having individuals in your life who love you and are willing to call out the good in you and lift you up and call you higher, but also help you see and acknowledge where you need to grow. And so those are some of the top two things that I took away from college is one, networking and building relationships with the people that maybe you see are above you, let's say, even though they're not, they're human beings just like you and building those relationships because that can lead to opportunity, but it's also just good practice. And then two, building a community of individuals who truly see you and know you. And uh, the point I wanna make here too is when you first step into a community, whether you're going to like a small group or a a church or maybe it's a team you're playing some kind of sport with someone or maybe whatever it is you're gonna feel a little bit outside of everyone you're not gonna feel like you're in the group right away and that's so normal and that's okay and it can be really intimidating to step into a new place or to step into a community that has already been established it can be really scary and intimidating i mean i remember you know leading at my college ministry and we'd have you know new people come and i remember something i always made sure to, to tell them was like hey i know this is overwhelming and that's normal and it's totally okay you might feel that way for a while but that's all right that's that's how it's going to feel and that's something that i think we can kind of take and apply to everyday life that you know when we step into something new even if it's good it can still feel like it's not good isn't that strange 
we can step into the most beautiful season of life. You know, we have the most amazing opportunity. Let's say just because it's an easy one. Like, let's say you have your dream job, your dream job opportunity opens up. Now you might think it'd be super easy to just step in and, and have no fears, no worries, but honestly, like it would still be scary to step into that. And it would be intimidating to have to learn the ropes of everything. And there's nerves of, you know, who's going to be at your workplace and who are you working with and what's life going to look like and all these things. But if we can acknowledge that, man, newness and change is going to feel a little uncomfortable at first, but it can still be good. Things can still be good even when they don't feel good, you guys. Sometimes our feelings are misleading. And so when we're stepping into new seasons of life, new opportunities, new jobs, new relationships, know that it might feel a little funny at first. Now, there's a difference between feeling like something's just this isn't right. Um, there's a difference between that. But what I'm talking about is just kind of that that uncomfortable feeling of like, wait, this is different. This is new. Um, but not feeding into that and just remembering that that is temporary and that you will f- come to a point where you feel seen, you feel like you're in the right place. And it just takes time. And, and that's something that I've definitely learned is that it takes time to build a real community. It takes time to build real relationships. We have to be willing to show up for one another and invest that time into each other. Building that community, building that team is just something that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Yes, you can get a degree from college, but man, how much better is it to walk away with lifelong, meaningful relationships? Because at the end of your life, when when you are laying on your deathbed or whatever the case, I mean, I don't think that you're going to be thinking about, you know, the bio class that you took. You'll probably be thinking about the friendships that you had and the fun memories that you made and, you know, the impact that you had on this world. Like, those are the things that I think you're going to really think about at the end of your life. And the truth is, is that no one knows when their time is. I mean, some people might, unfortunately, if they have a diagnosis, um, but even sometimes that is not reliable. And so just remembering you know, what really matters here? You know, what really matters at the end of the day? And and my, in my honest opinion, I think it's relationships. So remembering as you step into college, if you're interested in going to college, find your people and be yourself, man. Oh my gosh. Like, don't feel like you have to change yourself uh, just to fit in with a group of people. Um, if you are yourself and you are your truest self, even if it looks different, which it should, you will attract the right people into your life. You will attract the individuals who are supposed to be in your life if you are walking in alignment with your truest self. And what that takes is knowing yourself. It takes willingness to spend time by yourself, to spend time alone and really understand who you are. Because if you can understand who you are, then you can start making decisions that align with what you believe in and how you wanna show up in this world And then you'll start to see people come into your life who really align with that. And, you know, in addition to that, you might see people come out of your life. And, you know, that's something that I think is a a theme throughout college is this shedding of relationships where I remember coming into college with certain friends that, you know, I still love to death. But as I grew and changed and they grew and changed and maybe in different ways, some of those relationships that were, you know, good technically we're just no longer working in the same way that they did in a previous season of life. And I remember really struggling with that and feeling like, man, like I really wish that, you know, I was still besties with this person and feeling almost like a sense of, um, what's the word? Just, 
I guess, grief. Like I was grieving friendships that I was losing. And sometimes I took it personally, like, man, like, what did I do wrong? Like, am I just not the best friend or the best person? And that's just not the truth. And and what I learned from that experience and what I want to share with you, if, if you've ever been in this place, is that when we're growing and we're changing, we're going to have relationships come and we'll have relationships go. And that is okay because that's just life. You know, some relationships are meant to be in our life for a season and they're meant to help us learn things and grow. And, and then we move on to different seasons and that's okay. And some relationships are lifelong and they are a longer season of life. Right. But even that isn't forever. And so I think just remembering that as you step into who you were called to be, and that comes from knowing who you are, there will be relationships that go but it's not because that person is bad. It's not because that person isn't a a good person. It's just because you guys are no longer able to serve each other in the way that you did before. And maybe you're no longer able to pour into each other the way you did before. Maybe it's one-sided or, you know, one person is pouring and the other person is, is not so much pouring. Or maybe that relationship just has, that dynamic has changed and it just doesn't feel right anymore. And that doesn't mean that there's any love lost it just means that it's just not the season and and that's okay and i think it's it's okay to move on and it's okay to have that mutual agreement of like hey it's all right like we don't have to be tight like we were before and that's just life so i want to say that but then on that same note you know i really want to encourage you to make an effort with with your relationships with your friendships especially you know your friends are the family that you choose and it takes investing it takes you know willingness to put in the time and i'm someone who is very independent and honestly like i love me time i love spending time with myself i love going to the gym by myself you know working on myself on my own kind of being in my own space i love that but i'm also an extrovert and i love being around people but something that i had to really challenge myself to do was to really reach out to people individually and really make intentional time with them intentional time with people is how you build a quality relationship i think you know hanging out in groups is always super fun and i think that there's meaning meaning in that and that that that's such a special thing and that kind of goes back to the community the team aspect that's special but to add to that it's also important to build you know intimate relationships that are one-on-one and that can go deep and there does not need to be many of these you guys there there can be but i think it's very rare that that's even possible having just a select couple of people that you really can go deep with and that you can really share your truest feelings with your heart with the things that you've done that maybe you're embarrassed by or ashamed of having those people in your life that you trust and you can count on is beautiful and it's something that I think should never be taken for granted and it's something that can be cultivated. So if you don't have that in your life now, it's definitely something that can be cultivated. I do think it takes awareness of yourself though to know who in your life could be that person. You know, we have to be careful what we share with certain individuals and not to, you know, cast our pearls amongst swine is the phrase that I always think about. But yeah, just just knowing who you are, you'll know. You'll know who you can share things with. You'll know who you can truly trust with some some deep stuff in your heart or in your mind. So that's another piece of advice that I would say is just building deep, intimate relationships that go deep. And uh, I said deep like three times. Uh, build relationships that go deep and there doesn't need to be many of them. Just Just a few. The other thing that I think I've really, really learned just throughout my the past few years of my life is that I am not in control. Now, I am someone who 
apparently likes control. And I've learned this about myself as I've started to let go is that I really love control. I like to kind of dictate how my day goes. I like to set goals and reach them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are actually great things. But at the root of some of those things are this is this desire to, to be in control of things and to be in control of my life and to know how everything is going to pan out, to have a perfect plan all the time and to make sure that I'm living my life to, you know, the ideal and making sure that I'm doing everything I can to be the most successful in literally every every area of my life. And although it, it's good to have goals, it's good to want to pursue um, health and wellness, it's good to want to pursue healthy, positive relationships, all those things are good. But also we have to acknowledge that like we're human beings and we're never perfect. And that's something that I had to learn the hard way is like, hey, as much as I plan, as much as I prepare, life is life. And there will be things that happen to you that you are not prepping for, that you are not ready for. It's gonna happen. And I think that if if you can be aware of that and you can just acknowledge and accept that, hey, I'm gonna do my best, but there will be things that come up that I might not be expecting, I think it can set you apart from a lot of other individuals. I mean, something that, you know, I want to chat about in a later episode, but death, man, death is something that we just don't touch on too much. And I don't want to get into it because like I said, that's going to be for a later episode, but we don't talk about it very often and it's inevitable. And I think that there's a lot of sting and a lot of hurt and pain that comes from people passing. And that makes sense. It should hurt, you know, like it, it's okay. It's supposed to, it's not supposed to be a, a, a happy thing necessarily. And it's okay that it's a hard thing. However, I think that we could remove some of the pain, some of the sting by, by talking about it more, or at least we can learn how to cope with it better if we talked about it more. But for some reason, this really inevitable thing that happens to every single person is just something that doesn't we don't speak on it enough and we need to raise our awareness to our own mortality because that's how we show up on a day-to-day basis and like I said I don't want to dive into it too much but knowing that hey I'm not in control of when my time is I, I don't have control over the day that I die I don't know what that looks like yet so I need to be willing to show up today and that's all that I can do all I have control over is is right now myself, you know, how I behave, my actions. And so focus on that. And, and that's a piece of advice that I would say, don't get caught up in, you know, how other people hurt you or, or impacted you or, you know, life circumstances, the family you were born into. That's all out of your control, unfortunately. And, and that's not something that, that you had any say in. So there's no point in harping on it or being upset about it or being sad about it. You know, all you have is is you know you and so control what you can control and don't worry about the other stuff Uh, the other thing that i think is important is when i think about young adulthood and all those things i think a lot of young adults um know that they're young adults and so they want to go out and yolo you only live once do everything under the sun and do it because now's the time we're young why not go do this try that do this thing because now's the time that there's less repercussions and you know I can understand that perspective but honestly I've never believed it even even when I was a teenage like a teenager and whatever like I never bought into that like it's just not the truth you guys and 
I think that if you are a young adult and you are willing to say no to some of those things that maybe everyone else around you is doing, and you know the things I'm talking about, I don't need to say them explicitly. If you're willing to say no to some of those things and really step into things that are going to be better for you long term, that are going to allow you to step into self-development to better yourself and better who you are, um, man, you are going to have a leg up in the game. You are going to be set apart in the best possible way. And this applies to any area of your life, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances. If you're willing to be the odd one out and be different, you will be set apart and you will find your own version of fulfillment and success. But it takes saying no to things. It takes saying yes to things. And it takes the awareness to even know what you what you want out of those things. The last thing that I want to say, and man, there's a million things that I could say in regards to just, you know, going through college and the things that I've learned. Um, But it kind of goes on that same note of not being controlled. But there's a saying that everything that will be, will be. And maybe I said it wrong, but everything that will be, will be. And We don't have to stress out about the future. And that's something that I think a lot of young adults experience is just this fear, this stress about what's next. What am I doing? Where am I going? What's life going to look like? And man, I've been in that boat. I have some of that in my life right now. And to be honest, I don't think that that goes away. Like I think we'll probably go our, our whole life having moments of unknown. We will. There will always be unknown. There will always be things that we are unsure about that we don't know how they're going to turn out. But there is beauty in that. And there is beauty in getting to just uncover page by page what our life is going to look like you know it'd be lame if we skip to the back of the book and read the last sentence honestly I don't want to know I just don't want to know and sometimes the unknown can be scary it is scary but it can also be exciting and if we can reframe the way that we think about the unknown I think that we can really really find freedom and really alleviate some anxiety and some stress about life if we just know that hey If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. We need to be willing to show up and take action. That's 100% sure. But also like if you show up and take action and something doesn't work out, then either you try again or you move on. And like, that's my mindset on it is like, I'm going to show up and do my best, but I know that if it's for me, it will be for me. And if it's not for me, then it will go. And I, I use that in every area, even in my dating life. Like, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm going to make sure that I'm prayerful about this relationship. I'm going to show up and go on dates. I'm going to be my best self and be authentic. I'm going to be, you know, intentional with this. And there were times when it would not work out or I would be freaking ghosted, which that's a whole other story. Um, and it's so easy to take those things personally. And you guys, these things would happen. And like, I was, I didn't do anything, at least that I was aware of. And I knew in my soul deep down that, you know what, it, it wasn't because of something that I did. It's just, it was not right for me. It was just not for me. And when you are aware enough of yourself and you are aware enough of the actions that, that you're making and you're being intentional, I think that there can be a lot of peace even in rejection. There can be peace in no's. There can be peace in, you know, being let go or fired because it's just a sign that, you know, that wasn't for you anymore. That wasn't serving you any longer. It's time for something new. And so that is the theme. That is what I want to leave you with is it is time for something new. I don't know what in your life needs to leave 
but maybe it's time to shed something and step into something different. There's something in your heart, there's something stirring and and you're anticipating something or maybe there's some unknowns that you are experiencing. I want to encourage you that the unknown can be so exciting and it is so special and it's it's an opportunity for us to have faith and to trust that God will provide. He will show you the way if you're willing to take the time to be prayerful and and really reflect on, you know, where you are now. If we can be present in this moment, the next will come. I'm going to say that again. If we can be present enough in this very moment, the next moments will come. We don't have to worry about them coming. They're going to come to you. I heard this thing recently about time. And so often, especially people who are high achievers, high performers, I think that it can be easy to kind of lean into time, almost as if we're leaning forward into time. We're trying to like jump ahead and and jump into the next thing. Time will come to you. So just stand, just stand and be firm where you are. Make the decisions that you need to make today that you know are going to be best for your future. But whatever's next, even if it's something that you don't know exactly what it looks like, it's coming to you and it's going to be good. As long as you're showing up today, you're being your authentic self, it's going to come. You guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's show. I know that was a little bit different and I hope that you felt encouraged. I hope that maybe you took something away. Um, you got you thinking a little bit more about relationships, about how to look at college, about the importance of community, um, saying yes and no to things. Remembering that perspective is absolutely everything. Um, and remembering that like we're not in control. You know, God's got us, God's got you, and you don't have to worry. You don't have to sit in stress and anxiety. You can be free from that. So stay present, stay you, stay beautiful, and I will catch you all next week. As always, if you have time to leave the show a rating or review, that would be greatly appreciated. It's how the show grows. You can also share this episode on your social media. Maybe quote your favorite thing from today's show. And we'll be sure to repost you. Our Instagram is at light up your life podcast, all one word. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. We'll see you later.